0: This is Hope University and I hope you are listening. We're your hosts, I'm Matthew Wood. I'm Ed we With the Ginger Twins, the GNT. So grab yourself a slice of lime and let's stave off some intellectual scurvy with a loud blast of reason. Mm-hmm. Episode three. Okay, so we've been talking about the objective moral argument for God, or just the moral argument for God. We're going to be talking about premise two. This is Seeds Premise 1, which goes like this, that if God does not exist, then objective moral values do not exist. This is premise two. Objective moral values exist. Obviously, to prove this um, premise um, is as simple as what we need to do is prove that objective moral values exist. Yeah, you can't just say at the start of it, like, oh, it's pretty easy. Job, job. Yeah, yeah, we can't. No drama. That's it, yeah. Yeah, it's simple. Have fun. One of the ways of doing this is just making an appeal to your moral experience. As we found, though, or some of the ardent defenders of this uh, argument have said, qualified people, you qualified mean? people, yeah. people do this. People who like, know it, what they're doing, not just doing like this. Time. time, yeah. <laughs> You'd think that uh, defending the fact that objective moral values exist would be the hardest part of this uh, argument, but it's not. No, M- no. Most people, um, well, they'll, they'll, they'll give a little bit of lip service to subjective moral um, arguments, but actually, they they live a life permeated with objective moral value and make objective moral statements. Like I said in the last episode, Richard Dawkins will talk about the persecution of homosexuals and and so on and so on. Most people will affirm one or a few objective moral values. There's actually been a little uh, survey in some of the major universities in the United States and even most professors will agree that objective moral values exist. The problem is they won't ground it in God, which hopefully we've knocked the idea of that being a thing you can do in the first episode. In amongst all the
1: idiotic jokes... Yeah, if you manage to do that. So, let's just talk about them. Uh, sexual abuse is a moral abomination. There you go. That's that's. I think that's a pretty good yeah, one. Right off the bat. Boom. Yeah, just, well, I mean, if you're going to go in, go in. Sexual without consent. Sexual abuse. Yeah. Okay. Or, or the abuse of a child, more so. Yeah. Uh, to give another example of this. Say there's somebody who's blind,
0: actually blind, oh, and oh, yeah. they say that, well, the room's dark. Yeah, yeah. Of course they would. Well, yeah. Right. Well, you, but of course that we know because we, we can see that oh, that's not the case. So the fact that you might find somebody who will say, "Oh, well, but no, I think moral—sorry, um, sexual abuse is morally fine." Yeah. Just because you've got the few people who are morally blind, does not mean that the truth that we've experienced it being is false. What's that music? What oh, music? Has been playing over the whole time we speaking. What's that music? Still playing. A... I,
1: know, I know this, cheeky. Oh, because
0: it's Stevie Wonder.
1: Yeah. Because he's blind. Yeah, yeah. No. No. Uh, no. Obviously, no. Actually, yeah. Now I think about it, let's let's turn that's that off. That's proper offensive. Turn that off. Why? I'd, well, it's not even relevant. Yeah, well, I mean, you're talking about blindness, but I thought oh, that's topical.
0: No, not understand why you have the soundboard. No. I don't know why you have the soundboard.
1: <laughs> Try and take it from me. I've got some stuff queued up. Oh, so. yeah? oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right yeah. then. All right, it goes ahead. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Mate, it's all I do. It's all i got. It's all I've got. You're not know used to this. Please stop. Please stop. Give me the sound. Me- yeah, what are you going to do? You'll go. do Norton. You'll do Norton. Winner at everything. You burnt my fingers. Yeah, serves you right. You burnt being my hands it. on the keyboard. Yeah, well, was- you win this round, Rodner. As I was saying you yeah, please.
0: Please don't play anything. Okay. Okay. Unless it's relevant. Okay. So people do give lip service to moral uh, subjectivity, but really. I'm morally objecting their lives I was saying so like another example of this as you are saying with sexual abuse abuse of people outside of their outside of their express will um, There's the Hindu practice of sooty sooty what no 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 it's the Hindu practice of burning widows alive 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 is it should have waited anyway so another example would be like the uh, sexual abuse of boys from priests and things like this and that the, the church tries to hide it I haven't um, got anything for that I promise
1: yeah, no nothing. good. No. no big funny thigh slapper. No <laughs> <laughs> brilliant i <laughs> will <laughs> <laughs> you to pull anything out of YouTube.
0: That'd be nice. No, no, it's no got nothing at all. No drama. Oh, I'm glad. Like, so some people might say, "Oh, yeah," but the commands of the Bible are subjective to the period. Because you could say, "Like, oh, okay, well, sexual and moral abuse is um, commanded as not okay in the Bible." But, but in like like Leviticus, and they say, yeah. it's like it's culturally relative." That's it. They'll say they could say it's culturally relative. That's try and undermine the entire truth of it. but The Bible
1: isn't written in a vacuum. Well, of course not. That would yeah exactly. How, how would they fit in that? But yeah, that would what. Well, how would you get in it? In what? How could you write in a vacuum? That's just ridiculous. Have you synthesized the size of them? We, t- hang on, what oh, we are we talking like cleaning. a Dyson like? Oh, do you mean a vacuum thing Like a Dyson? How would they have had a Dyson? Me no. and Sam have only just got Stop. a Dyson. Those Stop. things are expensive. Stop! Stop! I mean, I was some first. No, features? I mean in a cultural vacuum. Cultural vacuum.
0: Like, oh, so you mean like void to be empty? Of yes, 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 yes.
1: So it wasn't written
0: with without like any background information. So, so it's written to the, time, meant, to the time like to the period. This. Yeah, no, I know what you meant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You clicked when you said Dyson, that's why I clicked it. My bad. So the page dropped. So. This would ins- to, to, to imply um, that, okay, no, this that command can't be true because uh, because it's subjective to the period would mean that if you're going to apply that to everything, that would say that all of the scripture's commands are void because you've essentially said that, yeah, well, they're all subjective, so they're all meaningless. It's actually to make the same point that people will make about um, subjective moral
1: values being true and objective moral values being false. Um, so So when they're talking about... It being culturally relative, and therefore all of the scriptures and commands, mm-hmm. they're, they're void. Yeah. Is is that like a like a socio-cultural relativism? It's relativism in in regards to the. the that's socio- it. Yeah. Cultural? That's that's the that's but the that's the, the that's proper that, term for it. yeah. But doesn't that make it impossible to criticize any society's moral values? Like, well, that's actually why I brought up the Hindu practice of sati before yeah. you played over the thing. Alright, leave it. So, but that would include one that perse- persecutes homosexuals, wouldn't it? Like you can't, you couldn't criticize that. No, because no. of course you couldn't, because it's relative. It's like I've, I've always said to the youth, if someone says, oh, they they, they genuinely adhere to, like hardline adhere to uh, culture, uh, moral relativism, to just threaten to pour boiling water over the head. And again, as I've discussed before, to not actually do it, but oh, yeah. to threaten to do it. Oh, big Because yeah. they can't get annoyed about that if you did it. They, literally, they haven't got a leg to, no, why not, literally. Metaphorically, haven't got a leg to stand on. Yes, it. You know what I mean? I just... <laughs> I can't keep doing that I've, I've caught because the youth will do it oh it's literally so yeah, I've caught yeah. it off them I've got a case of the literally isn't
0: I <laughs> a case of the literally <laughs> it's a nightmare stop it That's well that's the point though if you decide that okay you deny your moral experience and say no these things are all relative then yes that means you could never criticise another culture which means we'd have no right uh, as I mentioned before in the other podcast to go to Saudi Arabia and say stop throwing homosexuals off um, off her buildings and you'll find that now all of a sudden these things are popular to defend. Or, no, women God, don't for a deserve. For second then, I thought you were going to say that that kind of thing is popular. No, what, look, no, big time, no. no throwing, not what I said.
1: Throwing, the, throwing them off No, music, no, no, that's no, no. not no. popular.
0: No, not what I say Not what
1: I said. No, it's a, <laughs> you just need to be careful about your phrasing, I
0: reckon. That's, that's it. Well, okay, so I'm going to give you another one. Um, another uh, another example of an objective moral value. Okay. Um, some people are pressed and said, like, oh, okay, give us give us an objective moral value then. Okay. I'll
1: go for one. Go on, we go. Go
0: on. I'll go for torturing a baby. For the purpose of fun.
1: Ah. Oh. Well, that's another moral abomination, isn't it? That's
0: it. Well, I've been pressed by people because they, they were like, okay, well, I'll concede it if you can name one. And I'm yet to find anyone. All they'll do is do the same thing They'll do this, that, we, that people have done now. they go, okay, but someone might find that okay. Just because you can find a psychopath who thinks it's okay who hasn't had it revealed to them, then that doesn't mean that that invalidates everyone else's experience. However, in a worldview where God is dead which was uh, famously pushed by Nietzsche, then um, you end up with nihilism. In that setup, then yes, one person thinking that something is true would be, it doesn't matter how many, it doesn't matter the quantity of people that believe something is true, It, would, it just, There is. there are no moral truths, and there is no God. Um, and this point is very well made by a clinical uh, psychologist called Dr. Jordan Peterson. Oh, I love Jordan Peterson.
1: I've actually prepared something. I've yeah. prepared a little game, and oh, it's-, it's called... Kermit or Peterson Well, what's the game it's Kermit or Peterson isn't it so basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to play uh, a clip and yeah. you have to tell me whether it's Kermit the Frog as is relevant or Jordan Peterson I have, I
0: don't have you me. ever
1: heard their voices have you ever heard them, like next one I'm sure you're going to show it to me they so. sound very very similar yeah go on, yeah, go on hit me alright well go on. okay so let me just get into <clears throat> are you ready to play Kermit or Peterson Kermit or Peterson First quote please Because if you're suffering and you're right Then there's nowhere to go So it's very useful to find out Whatever errors you might be committing Yep Okay that's Kermit You're saying Kermit defraud Yeah, yeah. It's Dr. Jordan Peterson. No, it isn't. It really is. No, it isn't. It really I is. From. It really isn't. This is not what it sounds. Next quote. No. Coffee next quote, please. No, please, hey, I'm going to explain it just one more time, and I want you to sit still and pay attention and don't interrupt me. Now you got that straight? There'll not a peep out of you, Sonny, or I'm going to teach you a lesson that you'll. I'm
0: not a peep out of you, Sonny? I don't know. Oh, I could really go either way. I just don't so much harder than it
1: seems. We need an answer, Matthew word Uh,
0: um, oh God. Uh, what's on the line? Uh, that's, that's gotta, that's gotta be, uh, Dr.
1: Jordan Peterson. You're going with Dr. Jordan Peterson. It's gotta
0: be. It's gotta be. You're wrong. It's coming the frog. I hate this game. I hate this game. This is the worst game this ever This is a played. genius game. Isn't This w- is a genius No game. more. We're having no more of the game. Okay, that's the fine. The game stops here. Matthew Word.
1: And I am here today to offer to you the first in a series of lectures about the different ways that people can feel.
0: Yeah, well, people, feelings, lectures, that's
1: greatly Dr. Jordan Peterson. You're saying Dr. Jordan Peterson again it yeah, said it's coming the frog! No! No! No it isn't! It really is! It's not! That was I can, def- I can see why, because he's a clinical psychologist. You'd think talking about feelings, Defo Peterson. It said lecture. But you're wrong. I hate the voice, Matthew Wood. You scored a grand total of zero points. You're a loser. I feel I I think what you've done there is a long setup to call me a
0: loser. Worth it? Yeah. Why? This the soundboard. I want so, the soundboard off you. Tell you what. That was a big next pay episode. Off. Big payoff. You're leading it. What? I've got the soundboard. That doesn't seem I'm fair. I'm batter you with the soundboard. See <laughs> how good, you like it. Good luck with that. So I'll it <laughs> it's, it's not, though. <laughs> it is. It's, it's not that difficult. Oh. Anyway, right. So, forget forget Dr. pizza Anyway, the the point was, there's a great series of lectures by Dr. Olapit talking, talking about the effects of nihilism, as written by the philosopher Nietzsche. Recommend you go listen to them. They're great. Um. In that world, assuming atheism is true, there are plenty of uh, hardline moral relativists who have been asked to their face during a series of debates, do you think that, uh, say, child molestation is okay? And they will say things like... Well, you know that's a culturally relative term. We might call it abuse. It wouldn't have been abuse them. Take an example: would be maybe uh, the, the Greeks used to force uh, have sex with uh, minors uh, in order to like to grow them up into their um, submissive way. We've now acknowledge that that's wrong, which plays to the point we're saying that um, these things can be slowly revealed over time, and we learn that the thing's wrong now. There's a case to make here about evolution, because that's probably where this goes. People will
1: say, well, no, we learn these things evolutionary. Yeah, most people say that it tends to come out of the evolution that we go through. It's a result thereof.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They will say that these things are evolutionarily found. So, uh, to, to example, they'll say, through the long span of time, the things that have helped us towards our survival of what shaped what we would call moral values... That's something that, that somebody might, might, um, might say. The problem with that is that, well, two things. Evolution, as I said in the last episode, could turn out a million different ways, um, which would make them, again, relative. So uh, that's one point to make. Also, again, uh, as we might have said uh, maybe the other season, this would be uh, an example of something called the genetic fallacy. Well, that's a bit technical.
1: I think that might need me oh, to... explain The genetic fallacy. To judge a statement as either true or false on the basis of where it comes from or from whom it came.
0: Uh, Basically put, how you came to know something does not invalidate the knowledge that you now have. Example, um, if a clown taught you maths, it does not mean that the maths he taught you is wrong. So, okay, you could concede the point... That evolution may have been how we came to know things. Yes, over time, moral values have adapted and, uh, and if you like, evolved. And that's correct. God could have shaped the world in that way, so that that's the way we learn things. Just because that's how we know doesn't mean that the things we've learned aren't objectively true. Now, that's not to say that go uh, forwards is always better. Of course, some of the, you know, from from a Christian standpoint, some of the things that we acknowledge as okay now, we would say aren't actually. Uh, but but bear, bear in mind that's because we're aff- affirming an objective basis of moral value
1: do you mean that uh, the things when you say we do you mean the things we as a culture would say yeah, are true Yeah, that's right. See, right okay I thought you meant we as Christians no, no, right, no. hang on <laughs> don't lump me in with that I'm out never that out. this
0: is the problem because um, if you ground it in evolution solely so you could say that evolution is how we learn something and god made it that way but to actually ground it in evolution which could have in an atheist world could have turned out a billion different ways it makes the nature of what you're saying fundamentally subjective which as i say barely anyone lives by example would be uh well you think about evolution evolution is guided toward is the vehicle guiding towards survival not truth right yeah you might not learn something true, or in fact, if an atheist worldview, you could say that n- basically nothing's true in that in that metaphysical sense. Obviously, so the problem with that is that if your brain has evolved in order to find things that are useful for survival, what helps you survive might not necessarily be something that is true. So it could. Uh, it, so that means for you to say no, no, these evolu- things are evolutionary found out. If you say no, no, taking something against someone's will is morally wrong but only from the way we've developed. The problem with that is that, yeah, okay, that might have been useful to help us um, uh, socially evolve, but that doesn't mean it's actually wrong. So if someone says, oh, well, I don't think it's wrong, you have to concede that it isn't. You must concede that it isn't, because they might not have come from the same genetic line as you, and they've uh, they've evolved differently. So for them, the uh, for advantageous of their genetic line, it wasn't true. So, so- is this
1: like the, the, Aladdin, the Aladdin issue? Was is it? Well, the Aladdin issue you, well, know. No you know Aladdin don't you well not Aladdin yeah, yeah, yeah Aladdin because he's just Aladdin about yeah. oh, you know what I mean man. that's not why I've set this up <laughs> what I'm saying is that, <laughs> for once I'm going to say something with some substance well, go on then um, Aladdin obviously he steals from similar to Robin Hood he steals in order to well he to for the poor Aladdin steals to feed himself to stay alive mm. right Mm-hmm. sort of got I'm done I'm out Why don't well? He's feeding himself, so from a survival point, that's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not truthfully right for him to be doing that. No, right? He justifies
0: it because he's hungry. Yeah, Yeah, survival. He's trying to survive. It doesn't mean that what he's doing is right. Exactly. Yes. I thought that was obvious. Everybody knows the Aladdin premise. uh, Now I know. I mean, now it makes sense. It's the Aladdin loophole. You can read about. You can read about this um, uh, by a man called Alvin Plantager. Ultimately, if things—if um, you ground things in evolutionary survivability, which is what your brain would be geared towards, then it doesn't make it true. In fact, you have to acknowledge, obviously, the, the statement itself acknowledges that there are no true statements about morality, only ones that help you survive. And, of course, an extremely aggressive group of people who decide that, no, um, sexual molestation and force and living by the sword is the best way to survive. If enough people take that on, then that now becomes true. As it's famously said, if... Um, yeah, I think, I think we said it in the last episode. If Hitler had won, then on that premise, that would make what they did right. Right, yeah. Because Because he won. Because he won, and that was evolutionary advantage to, for instance, in Hitler's case, destroy the Jews and forward his master race, uh, because that is good for humanity. In fact, that's funny enough, the evolutionary argument in uh, the genetic experiments he did uh, called... Who, who eugenics doing? oh right his study of eugenics um, is this it's trying to force evolution forwards because that's what well, that's what you end up with in this way of thinking because you think well okay then we'll just make ourselves as strong and as survivable as possible and we'll kill all the weak and I think that's right because you know might is right so you can talk about this for quite a long time but basically the problem with evolution as a grounding is that aims for survival not truth that's the takeaway. God has given us the guide and process to discover things, and I believe this is through the evolutionary process. And there's a, kind of, there's a, there's a quote for this in the Bible from Romans 2.15. Ed.
1: They show that the requirements of the law are written on their hearts, their consciences also bearing witness, and their thoughts sometimes accusing them, and at other times even defending them.
0: There you go. So you have the law written in you as a man an over, and a woman, and over time... Uh, you make your moral decisions and obviously as cultures we've evolved and changed I would say mostly close to, to, uh, to the Christian worldview of course you will since these things are written on their
1: heart we might be falling away now but I think it will come round I'm glad that you brought that up because one of my favourite things to say to the youth is that um, God creates a vow, a covenant that they will be my people and I will be their God, I will write my laws on their hearts and they will know them I always like using that when we're talking about morality people just know it because God's written it on their hearts it's nice that we've used the Romans 2.15 that ties it in well, because I do think sometimes we're at a risk of being over intellectual and not sometimes bringing it back to our faith at times for ourselves. Do you think we're over intellectual?
0: Have you listened to the episode? I didn't mean we personally. Kermit the Frog. I don't th- mean us. No, hold on. Kermit the Frog. <laughs> yeah, alright. Yeah, Sooty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Oh, well, that was a bad one. That's it. I genuinely think we should consider cutting that. Yeah. Well, it's not. In, so <laughs> you listen to the finished product. So anyway, right. That's basically the second premise. Just so just quickly cap it all up, the second premise is objective moral values exist. So. You probably live a life that confirms this. Uh, Just if you can find somebody who lives a subjective moral life and who really does go on the hard line. No, there is no moral objective values. You probably disagree with more or less everything they have to say. And it would be repugnant the way that they live. Nick their wallet. Nick their wallet. (laughs) See what they do. That's it. They want it back. Then they're affirming a property right. Yeah, they'll say that's not fair. Boom, bad luck yes it is I think it's fair if you try and ground it in evolution then what you have is something geared towards survival not truth so again just because something helps to survive that is a, if you're going to use that as a value statement then you have to why, so where's the value statement come from and if you're going to base it in purely evolution that'd be an atheist, um, an atheist conviction to say that that validates my worldview, which of course it doesn't it inherently I should, doesn't I think we should wrap it up there that's it what do you think yep should
1: we end it there